You're listening to Church on the Path Inspiration Podcast. Brought to you by Holy Fire. And broadcasting from the heart of Brisbane City, Australia. Speaking today is Pastor Glenn Gerhauser. to Matthew 1, 18 through 24. I'm going to be reading the Christmas story before we start, and then I'm going to lead you in prayer. That's what I said. I'm going to lead you in, prayer, in a prayer. So if you put your hands on your hearts and say this, say this with me with conviction. Dear Jesus, speak to my heart and change my life. Amen. So today we're celebrating Christmas. This is our last service for the year. And we're going to be reading here Matthew 1:18 through 25. And I'm going to teach you a couple Hebrew words as we do this. But it's going to be short. This is a, just a short introduction to our interactive message where we're going to be making these wreaths together. So this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. Let's all say that, Jesus. And here's what Jesus means, because he will save his people from their sins. It means to save salvation because he will save his people from their sins. And that's why the name of Jesus is so important and so powerful. He is the Savior and he saves us from our sins. Verse 22, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means, again, the meaning of these names are important which means God with us. So let's all say Emmanuel. Emmanuel. And that means God with us. Say that, God with us. We'll come back to that in a second. So verse 24, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Amen. There is a a verse that's quoted there, and that's in verse 23. This comes from the Isaiah, and it comes around 700 years, anywhere from six six to 700 years before Jesus was born. And it says, it's a prophecy. The virgin will conceive 
and give birth to a son. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. Now, Emmanuel, what is this, this, uh, this name, Emmanuel? And again, what does it mean? Emmanuel is from the Hebrew. That's the, where it originally comes from. And I'm going to teach you how to say it in Hebrew. And in Hebrew, it's actually two words. Uh, and the second word is El. And that's the easiest to pronounce. So everybody say El. El. And do you, does anybody remember what El means, those who are in uh, Bible school? El means God. So that's the second word. The first word is Iman, Imanu, Imanu. So say E. Then say, then emphasize the man, man, nu. So, ooh is at the end. So, so I think I uh, goofed it up a little bit. Imanu, imanu. So you want to emphasize the ma. So, imanu. So uh, let's try it, try it again. Imanu. And we'll try it again. Imanu. All right, now we're getting better. I'm getting better too. <laughs> Imanu. Imbi <laughs> means with, and the U sound is the us. So in the Hebrew, it's with us and then El God. So let's say that again. Imanu. El. Imanu. El. And of course, we say Emmanuel. But here you get. The roots of it, where the word comes from, it means with us, God, God with us. We would say God with us. And how was God with us? Well, he came from heaven to the earth. He came from heaven to earth, and he was born a baby. He became flesh and blood, and he walked around among people. He lived his life here. He touched them. He healed them. He delivered them from demons, from affliction. He suffered, died, and was buried, and he rose again. Uh, God with us. So God himself wants to be with us. Did you hear that? Are you with me? <laughs> God wants to be with us. God wants to be with us. And that's what's encapsulated in that name, Emmanuel, that God wants to be with us and God is with us. Now here, we get to these two, Anna made these beautiful uh, hangings, and they're wreaths, and you have a scripture verse in each of them. One is, which one is Psalm, I'm turning to see, which one is Psalm 512? That's Psalm 512. So we're going to turn there, Psalm 512, and then I'm going to explain more of what we're doing today. So Psalm 512, a beautiful promise. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. Now, here it's saying the Lord blesses the righteous, but then it says you surround them with your favor as with a shield. Now, 
there's another way to read it too, because the word surround is atar. Say that, atar. atar. You know, I think of the Atari video game system, but I don't know if it's related in any way. I don't think so. Atari would come from the Japanese. But atar, the word there in Hebrew is to encircle, to include, to surround, or to crown with a wreath, or to entwine a wreath. So the idea is the Lord is like a crown on our heads that he surrounds us and crowns us. Uh, the idea is we're included in him. And so it's a very beautiful word. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. It could be said you crown them like a wreath. Your favor or your favor crowns them like a wreath. Shielding them. So there's different ways that it could be read, but the idea is God surrounding us and wreaths as we know, a wreath as we know is a circle. And there's another verse, and that's the other one over here, Psalm 103. So go over to Psalm 103, verse 1 through 5. Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, and crowns you, guess what word that is? It's that Hebrew word, atar. Say that again, atar. Who crowns, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. So it's like the Lord's putting this wreath, this beautiful wreath on your head. He's crowning you with what? What is, it, what is, he, what is he crowning us with? Love and compassion. Say that with me, love and compassion. And then it goes on to say, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I know it's the end of the year, right? Do you need your youth renewed? <laughs> Usually at this time, Anna and I are quite tired, but we want to give the Lord our best. And I was so blessed by our uh, church coming early some of you coming early and helping, and it's a real blessing that we were working together as a family. And thank God that he promises to renew our youth like the eagles. Now, one more verse here, and that's Zechariah 6.11. You can turn there to Zechariah 6.11 if you can find it. It's... Uh, a little bit more difficult to find. But if you can't find it, it's just one verse. I'm going to, to read this. And the title of this section is A Crown for Joshua. And we found, find this word atar or atara in, in the uh, original text. So Zechariah 6.11. Take the silver and gold. Oh, first he says, I need to go back a little bit. 6.9. The word of the Lord came to me, take silver and gold from the exiles, uh, sorry, take silver and gold from the exiles, Hadai, Tobijah, and 
Jediah, who have arrived from Babylon. Go the same day to the house of Josiah, son of Zephaniah. Take the silver and gold and make a crown. Here again is this wreath-like crown. Make a crown and set it on the head of the high priest Joshua, son of Josadak. And it goes on. Wow, verse 12. Tell him, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Here is the man whose name is the branch, and he will branch out from his place and build the temple of the Lord. It is he who will build the temple of the Lord, and he will be clothed with majesty and will sit and rule on his throne. Now, this Josiah here, who is a high priest, is a type of Jesus. He's, a, he's symbolic of Jesus. He was building a physical house. Jesus is building us as his spiritual house. And then, uh, what did I say? Oh, Josiah, sorry. I mean, Joshua. So I correct myself. Thank you for my editor on the fly, Anna. <laughs> it's Joshua, not Josiah. Joshua. Joshua. And that's why I need my youth renewed like the eagles. <laughs> <laughs> no. and set it on the head of the high priest Joshua so Joshua here the high priest Joshua is a type of Jesus and he will branch out from his place and build the temple of the Lord it is he who will build the temple of the Lord and he will be clothed with majesty and will sit and rule on his throne and he will be a priest on his throne and there will be harmony between the two there's a lot to say about this, but one of the things that is clear is God is telling Zechariah to make this wreath, and we're going to be making wreaths today, and the whole reason we're making these wreaths is to remind us that God crowns us with his love and compassion, that Jesus himself is crowned in heaven. He is our great high priest, and he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he is gracious to us, and he crowns us also. And he wants to surround us with his favor as a shield. So what we're doing today as we make these reeds, and uh, Anna will show us how to do it, because uh, I have no idea. <laughs> but as we do this, we're reminded of the Lord surrounding us, his compassion, his grace, also who Jesus is, as the King of kings and Lord of lords, and he is Emmanuel. He is God with us, and he's God with us, and he's God who wants to be with us. He wants to be with us. He wants to dwell, uh, he wants to dwell with us, and he wants to heal us and transform us and save us. Jesus means salvation. Amen? Amen. So that's my little introduction here. Let me pray and then I'm going to invite up Anna to guide us through the next part. Father, I want to pray that all of us would know Jesus as our Emmanuel, the one who comes down to us, the one who heals us and saves us, the one who was born of a Virgin Mary, the one who became flesh and blood so that we could see him and hear him, so that we could see and hear God 
God, you don't want to be at a distance from us, but you want to be intimate with us. And so you have drawn near to us. And you want to crown those who believe in you. You want to crown them with love and compassion. You want to surround us. You want to surround us like a shield, your favor surrounding us like a shield. So let us experience these things as we do this uh, like interactive message. And I pray that we would know you, Jesus, not just in words, but in reality. I pray for all the children to be touched by you and all the adults to experience you. And this would really be a family time. We acknowledge, Jesus, that you are with us. You are with us and you have blessed us. And we praise you and thank you and lift up your name. Amen.